You're listening to the One Young World Diaries, a Deloitte Indonesia podcast that brings you conversations on social impact issues and everything on One Young World, the biggest young leaders platform, with me, Gia, as your host throughout the series. Enjoy! What's up, Impact Creators? I'm so happy to be back on this One Young World Diary series. And today we have somebody really, really cool joining us um, as our guest, Aprilia Lestari. She is one of the youngest ambassadors representing Indonesia. And she has an impressive set of credentials. Not only is she a graduate student from Sriwijaya University majoring in architecture, she is also a recipient of various scholarships from Zurich Insurance Company representing Indonesia with other 11 recipients worldwide, and finally as the ambassador at One Young World. And one of the other most impressive things that I found about her is that she is a co-founder of I Go Green, which she has established in 2018. And it's a waste management platform that implements circular economy with regards to inorganic waste such as plastic, paper, and, you know, empowering people in rural and marginalized areas to have better income by giving them training about this waste banking program. So welcome, April. Thank you so much. (laughs) We first met at the One Young World Summit in London. And you, I remember you were selected as the flag bearer for Indonesia. This is your first time attending the summit too, right? Yes. So, or for any flag bearers Uh, from any country, what tips do you have? I think it's uh, where any kind of the custom that make you easily to walk because, you know, the Royal Albert Heart. It has a lot of leather. So right, stairs. Yeah, it's hard yeah. when it's hard to move. Yeah, exactly. At that time, I wore the long dress. It's yeah, I need to be really careful and use the comfortable shoes for that. And then uh, I'm not wearing the crowns because from South Sumatra, the the crown is really really long, and I'm afraid when I'm flying the flight, it's gonna be tangled. Yeah. yeah on my crown so no but you looked beautiful and you represented our country well that's all that's important to get an insight april about like what we experienced at one young world can you tell me your specific experience when you were listening to this these amazing plenary sessions and delegate speakers and you know counselors which one was most prominent for you i still remember the ceo of novartis said that leadership is not a right, not a rank, but it's something that you earn every single day. And the most powerful things we have that can improve the world is leadership. The reason society has been able to make so many extraordinary gains over the last century is leadership. So I think as the youth, as the young generation, leadership such an important attitude that a youth should have. That's completely true because people should be taking up space and learning to take charge and control of their own lives and of their future and of their future generation, of their children's generation. You know, if if we get the chance, you know, leadership is something we should really teach our kids to, to take up upon themselves and not just our kids but but you know our young generation now our peers the other board management from bmw he said the first thing he'll learn on his journey 
he said that if you want to be part of the something that address the big topics around the world, you have to be open and listen to other people because listening is not enough. But it's more trying to understand others' opinion. Right. And also, he said over the last 15 years, he worked really hard on himself to be open and understand why people argue in different direction. Right. And being more open to another opinion doesn't mean that you have to give up your own, but it adds a lot to your view of the world. Exactly. And he totally convinced that this will give us an advantage because we might be able to see things earlier than other people. You know, listening to other people, that is really important because that's the whole point about connectivity. When you are engaged in a globalized world and you're trying to make a solution that is collective. And if I can share one another advice that I received from CEO of Unilever. Right, go ahead. I took a three notes at the first. He said that, Hire more activists than ever in your company. Those who fight for inclusivity, health, and environment according to your company value, they will be the game changer of corporation. Appoint younger people to the leadership board to diversify the decision-making perspective. They will help you with the ideas to stay relevant and appealing for the future generation. You know, that kind of relates to when we said about business with a purpose. You know, going forward, businesses really do have to engage more with not only the young generation, but with activists, have those insights into part of what their business is doing you know all those two are really amazing thank you april for rechanneling that in this podcast because this is another thing uh, that's important for all of the listeners uh, once more that i want to share is change that i receive i still take a note from the country managing director of l'oreal uh, named fish my sarma and drive our vendor to have the same value as us to create change. So in that summit, especially in One Young World, I got a new insight from the corporate side because in 2019, I attended three international summit and I only attended a summit in One Young World. They invited the corporation. So really new insight for me that I can hear and listen more from corporate side that I never know about that before. Their products are needed by the community, and it's time to change our mindset from non-profit to societal business. Profit is something that is essential for the global economy. There is Profit is the driver of, of the economy. You cannot diminish that. But what we can move forward with is the fact profit and purpose can go together. And I think that's the whole point of One Young World. Like you said, it's one of the only summits that bring all of these societal industry players together, you know, from civil societies, from corporations, from governments, and, you know, they're all put together. And what that allows is when people listen to each other and when people provide space for each other to talk you're doing with i go green is you're trying to merge that and marry together so that develop a better future for indonesian um you know now i just i kind of want to transition a little bit and i ask most of my guests this reason basically um how has one young world changed you and what difference has it made in your life when you attended the summit i think 
The first, why I want to join the ability to travel and collaborate with other motivated and passionate youth will give me the opportunity to build connection and friendship that will last a lifetime. Right. And I am confident that being surrounded by other changemakers will inspire me to take a step forward, changing the world for the better in any way that I can. After I left the summit, I felt more wiser, braver, and more optimistic about the future with the existence of such strong young generation. Mm-hmm. The generation which is uh, really enthusiastic and capable to speak up to make positive change to, the, to this world. I'm confident that being surrounded by other change makers will inspire me and then I have the opportunity to help a million people by teaching one person. I think it's rewarding experience. And anyone um, else who is going to attend the One Young World Summit, that is the other of, of the benefit that we should all utilize to the maximum, like gain the most out of it, is not just you know to listen to people during the plenary sessions, but also to discuss and exchange ideas during the networking sessions, and really you know make friends and explore potential collaborations. After coming back to our country, we have our own group tackling the plastic issue. All of the delegation have our initiation like they sending a message for anyone that tackling the plastic waste issue at this building on this time and all of the people gathered together. We have our own database. We create a WhatsApp group. Once in a month at least we're gonna have our Skype meeting. You know, I think the the cool part about it is because everyone is so young, everyone is so open to just new ideas and learning from people, creating something. And coming to that, you know, when you said that because you're you're deeply interested about these this plastic issue because you're representing your own organization, which is Igo Green that you co-founded. Can you tell me more? Can you tell us, the listeners, more about what was your mission, what initiated it? Yeah, well, what's I Go Green and any one of our listeners would want to join, how could they contribute to it? I came up with this initiative because that Indonesia got the second position as the country that produces plastic waste largest. So in Indonesia, the mindset of the waste is only gather. They are not separate. The waste based on its kind and they, they're going to pick it up and up in disposal site and the condition of our disposal site or landfill is like a mountain of waste. After we learn together, we have now there is one approach called circular economy. Maybe you're also familiar mm-hmm, with that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Could you, maybe so, you can explain a little bit more about circular economy for our listeners. So the circular economy is where it maintains a value of a product so it can be used repeatedly without becoming a waste. So for example, the plastic bottle, it's come from the PET plastic where it's come from the raw material. If we want to recycle that, it will be produced a polyester and it can be used for making the t-shirt for the football team. And then our vision and mission is we want to create a technology for Indonesia clean from waste. And we're going to divide it into three missions. 
on the societal, we want to build a generation that cares about environmental sustainability. Mm-hmm. And in business, we want to turning a waste into a material which has economic value. And mm-hmm. in technology, we want to make a waste as a new currency. This just goes to show that young people can come up with really, really cool ideas. This is another brilliant step. Indonesian government really needs to take note of. So that's cool. We launched an application called iGo Green, and it can be downloaded on Play Store. So in that application, people can see the price list of kind of the ways that they can sell. For example, that plastic bottle, glass, cup of mineral water, and pepper, many of that. They can create a sales, and then they can share their maps, their location. Our driver gonna pick it up door to door, and the waste being wake it up and we're gonna pay it in cash so you're purchasing all of this and then you're going to uh, provide them to manufacturers or consumers of these waste yes exactly the collected waste will be recycled so it doesn't pollute the environment and then we're gonna divide it into two parts uh, for the waste is less than 20 kilogram we have west bank program do you know West Bank program? So people like saving their waste and after that they can get the money from saving that waste. Like in a month they are saving and after that they're going to get money. So April, can you explain the Waste Bank concept again? Because I think that's really interesting. So that means people can actually collect waste and then they can put it in this space and they can accumulate the amount of cash that they can get for those ways? Yeah, exactly. So far, we only have one pick-up car, so it's hard for us to pick it up a really far away area. So, for example, that in my district, one of my neighbors have this waste bank, and after that, if I want to save my waste, I will go into that place and give the waste to them and after that I got my money and that West Bank as our Mitra are gonna get incentive. Oh, that's really amazing. So you really establish a lot of partnerships who are going to be the selected waste bank in that specific location or area like district and then that will increase more people to segregate and recycle their waste to that area so it's almost alleviating the the level of poverty by allowing people to have other channels to get more income yes exactly like for example that there's a housewife they have no income so we have a requirement at least they have a small space because uh, the waste will be collected at their place. And after oh, that, amazing. once in a week, we're going to pick it up from them. So I just, you know, from the top of my head, April, you are an architect major. So, you know, explain to me how, how this links to IGO Green and how many people are there in, in your organization now? Um, yeah, what, what do you feel about your background and what you do now? Actually, since college, I already joined several societal community and on 2015 I also selected as one of the special gem from Yayasan Cinta Anak Bangsa Foundation. 
foundation and in that foundation we have a campaign that called nyampah itu kuno i think that's really important for people to know nyampah itu kuno it's littering is old fashioned yeah. the modern thing is to recycle that's what you're saying yeah that's the hashtag yeah that's so, super cool okay in that campaign we are collaborated with local waste bank to educate people how to make a craft from the plastic waste such, such as sachet and then we invited 50 youth to make a craft from them and we gonna take a picture about the things that they produce to encourage and educate more people if waste is something that has value it cannot be ends up in disposal site from that I have network in West Bank and after I graduate I met someone uh the founder he came to me like I want to initiate a waste management platform but I am alone in here so in that time by a coincidence like I'm offering myself oh I think we have the same vision and mission I also experience in West Bank I think I could help you we built this Eagle Green together That's really cool. So basically like, you know, regardless of your background as you are passionate about it and you want to learn about it, then you can definitely create something. So, if you can speak to the young generation of today, your peers, what what would you tell them? So, don't sit on the sidelines. If something needs to be changed, be a part of the change even is in a very small way. So, you know, do as little thing as possible, as much as possible, whatever you can contribute is better than doing nothing. That's a really cool point, April. I love that. Thank you so much for the Yeah, that's amazing, April, really. And it's not possible for me to spew all of these messages back to to our friends and family here because it's one person's insight is not enough and there were so many great messages and that's why i wanted to do this podcast because everybody had a different experience everybody absorbed different messages and um Yeah, so so I think uh, you definitely gave an insight about what type of inspiration that you can gain by just listening to to people in in the summit. So this session was super brilliant, and I learned a lot from you, April. But uh, you know, um, from from somebody who's so young, you're so insightful, and I'm grateful that you, that you're here, and you've definitely enlightened me. As a female with purpose, it's not so easy to see you as a mother, but you have a really good purpose. You are the good example of full of purpose, and then I believe your son gonna learn a lot from you. Oh, thank you so much, April. That's really that's one of the sweetest things I've ever heard. <laughs> you know, women or working mothers, we can always contribute. I think the whole point is including as part of the mission of the company to grow with us as we grow our family. That's the future of business. Thank you April again for your insight. You're incredible. We really appreciate. It. So, thank you everyone for listening and and I can't wait to see you guys next time. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on One Young World Diaries. Make sure to follow Deloitte Indonesia's podcast so you'll never miss out on hearing from today's youth changemakers and One Young World ambassadors. See you on the next episode.